Beside the crystal fountains, so come with me, we'll go and see the big rock candy mountains. Howdy folks, and welcome to this week's episode of Silver Dollar Radio, your Silver Dollar City podcast, where we'll dive into the sights, the sounds, and the smells of the wildest park in the wilderness. I'm your host, Tanner Sublet, accompanied as always by Reese Tabor. Hello everyone. And you're listening to episode number 15, where we'll be breaking down our opinions on the best ways to pivot off of an unfortunate experience and make your day that much better. So hop in your stagecoach, grab some nearby kettle corn, and journey back with me to a less civilized time on this week's episode of Silver Dollar Radio. We all have that idea in our head of the perfect day, the perfect moment, the splendid layout of every action, time, event, and activity falling perfectly into place when we go to a theme park. At Silver Dollar City, this idea not only can be realized, but has been realized by many, many park goers. But as we all know, not everything always goes to plan. Today, we will be discussing what happens when our perfect plan doesn't go the way that we want it to. Whether it's disaster striking by a family member losing their food or losing their lunch, or it's an event happening outside of our control like weather or a ride shutting down. Tanner and I will be discussing a few ways where you can pivot your plans to make your Silver Dollar City experience an enjoyable one, regardless of what happens. So, Tanner, I know this is experience. You've experienced this. I've experienced this. We have definitely both, either independently and together, been at Silver Dollar City when something has has happened that has like dramatically altered our plans. So, I I, I know you've experienced this, but if you could just just give me a quick example of just something that like just didn't happen the way that it was supposed to and that changed the way that you guys did silver dollar city man i mean this don't get me wrong like when you go to silver dollar city as often as recent i do like we're we're pretty flexible i think at this point because we've done so many things so many times that um, i would agree if, if something doesn't go perfectly according to plan we typically have a backup plan uh, but there, I mean, there's definitely examples of just stuff, and we're going to talk about some of those, um, some of those examples on what a good pivot. Um, also, we're <laughs> going to refer to pivot a lot in the. Um, if you have not watched the TV show Friends, um, we're going to use our best Ross Geller voice um, when we say pivot um, every time. And so, so I will that say treat. that's an You're overrated welcome. episode and an overrated oh. scene. It's just. No. It's, well known because it's he yelled so pivot. Funny. I don't think it's funny. I think it's uh, hilarious. Okay. All right. Anyway, Tanner, when uh, did you pivot recently at Silver Dollar City? I think my most recent pivot that I can remember was this last time we were at the park. We were going for 
cinnamon bread. And the line was insane. Um, and we love cinnamon bread. But that being said, um, I happen to know from the last time that we visited, um, the across the street, so don't get me wrong, I, I still think cinnamon bread is better and it's still probably the best thing there. Across the street at the Rivertown Smokehouse, they have a cinnamon bread, like baked bread pudding that gives cinnamon bread a run for its money. Mm, and so instead of doing cinnamon that. bread, dude, it's so good. It's so good. In fact, on a couple episodes ago, um, when we did the live review of the Rivertown Smokehouse, we talked about it. Um, so if you would have listened to that, you would have known. Uh, I'm just kidding. Uh, but it, it's it's so good. Um, and so we pivoted uh, from cinnamon bread to the cinnamon bread uh, bread pudding over there at Rivertown Smokehouse. And, and yeah. we had an equally enjoyable dessert. So. Um, also, for those who haven't quite picked up on this yet, Tanner is recording uh, remote. He's away from his computer uh, this evening, yes. so we are um, recording as as best as we can. Um, so we're still going to have a lot of fun with it, talking about ways. Um, so with that, let's go ahead and just dive right on in and discuss some potentially common ways that your Silver Dollar City Day may not go the way you want and how you can pivot to make it better. Um, so the first one that, that I'm going to talk about, so I, I'll bring up one, then Tanner will bring up one, and we'll kind of go back and forth. The first one that I'll bring up is utilizing the Silver Dollar City app. Um, so this app is great when it works and when you know how to use it. Um, but because it's still somewhat new and because it's technology, there's always options for human error or computer error. Um, so one example just like of this happening to, to my family is the first time that we went to Silver Dollar City this season. My wife and I both, we went through the app. We linked up our tickets. We had the, the, the QR code or the scan code ready. We got up to the, the ticket booth. We scanned my code just fine. My wife went through, and it didn't work. And we sat up there, and we tried to get it to work and get it to work, and it just it wasn't working. Nothing was connecting. There was, it looked like we were going to have to go and, and talk with someone or, or go wait in line at the customer service uh, section, like uh, building and just like get it to work. Um, so this is why I always encourage anyone and everyone when you're going to Silver Dollar City, bring a backup. So the backup that we had was a physical like printout of her, of her tickets. And so this was one that we kind of just like last minute, just like through it. It's like, okay, we've got the app, but let's just bring the paper just in case. So the, the, the paper, um, season pass came in clutch. Um, but if you ever do get in the situation, you can go to guest services and your card can either be printed or reprinted, or you can get help navigating through the app. After we got back and after we had a little bit more time to look at it, there was like either a step or like there was one like piece that we had missed to put on, on my wife's uh, app um, that wasn't linking up her, um, wasn't linking up her, her account, but we got it figured out. So that's one example of how using the app is great and wonderful but it might not work if you've not used it before or their system may be down, so like that. So best practice, always bring a backup of your card. Yeah, great tip. Um, all right, Reese, I'm, I'm just going to, I'm going to ask you about this. So, uh, because I don't know, I, I, I could be wrong about this, but I feel like you have been to silver dollar city enough times with a larger family like i said i could be wrong about this but a lot of times when i go to silver dollar city like it's me my wife 
it has been with my new child, um, but he is not super old yet. I mean, don't get me wrong, he cries, but he does not know how <laughs> to throw a proper meltdown yet. And so not I yet. honestly can I can honestly say I don't know if I've ever been to Silver Dollar City with a proper meltdown, but I know that they happen. And so Reese, I have. When, yeah. Okay, 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 good. So Reese, so you are scenario A. So I'm gonna. Some of these are going to be more practical. Some of them are going to be more specific. Some of them are going to be scenario based. Some of them are not. But for this one, I want to give you a scenario. So, uh, so you have walked into the park. You're enjoying a great day, but it's hot. Everybody's tired. It's early afternoon. You've already been at the park most of the day, but you still have all afternoon and all evening to go. Your little sister, Tammy who is eight years old, which is not actually your sister's name. Uh, oh, but is my little, sister eight years old. Little sister Tammy um, decides that she is done, and she is out, and there's nothing you can do to change her mind, and has a good old-fashioned um, middle-aged girl meltdown. Uh, because my, my middle sister Middle-aged girl? Um, Young, young. I don't know what. What do you call? What do you call like a? Just call it a meltdown. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. What well, would I do? Okay. So. What would you do? There are there are a couple of things that come to mind that either I have seen happen with families or that I imagine would work. Um. So I mentioned I had experiences before. It was when I was with a big group and one of uh, another family that I was with had a younger person in their group and maybe I can't remember this was years ago. So I don't remember how old this certain individual was, but there was a meltdown involved. Um, and the, probably the, the number one way to resolve the meltdown is the least uh, fun option. And that is to leave, you know, sometimes I'm parents, you know, your kids best, you know, your kids limits better than anyone else. If you know that your child or a friend of a child is is just not going to be consoled, then it is probably the best idea just to leave. And if you are able to to come back, if there's more than one parent involved, then and but there's other kids there that are having fun and they want to stay, then maybe it's like one parent goes with the meltdowny kid back to the car or to another spot another spot in the park and they just sit and cool down for uh, for the remainder of the trip. Uh, option number two would be trying to define something that the meltdowny kid would be responsive to. So um, this could be in the form of like I mentioned, like cooling down, going inside, trying to just find somewhere to sit for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, man, realistically, food is a really big thing, and a lot of times food can help a meltdown, um, but it does depend on the kid. Um, yes, can. So I, uh, I I just like I said I've not necessarily experienced this but I've experienced myself cranky in the park and as we have discussed <laughs> on on this episode at length there is very few things that will make me feel better in Silver Dollar City than going into the cool air conditioning that is accompanied by a Hannah's ice cream cone and or milkshake um, and so you know maybe it's not the best practice to like reward a meltdown with ice cream. Um, no, and we wouldn't but, you get that in most instances. But it's you get inside, it's nice and cool, and maybe maybe you just take the whole family. Let's go, let's go take a break. Let's get off our feet. Let's just hang out in the air conditioning. Good, eat some good old fashioned ice cream, and maybe we will all feel better afterwards. I don't know. That Another version of the scenario. 
another version of the scenario I can imagine. You mentioned this is if we have a really young one. So you know, our kids, last time I went, our, I think my daughter was nine, eight months old, seven, eight months old. And um, there was definitely a point in our trip where she was just done with the day. She wasn't napping in her in her uh, stroller. She didn't want to be in the stroller. She was fighting being strapped in. She wasn't drinking her water. Like there, there was just a lot of things she hadn't napped. So there, there was a lot of things like working uh, working against her. And in that instance, it was the best thing for for all of us just to head home. And like I said, that's not the most fun option. But if you're wanting to pivot and enjoy the rest of your day, it is a lot more enjoyable to be on your way home and have a nap at home versus having a screaming kid for several hours. So there's that. All right, let's look at our third our third one here. So we looked at the app not working, the child touch frame is broken down. Um, the third one, this is one I have, I think, uh, many experiences so far, city, and this is rain. You know, it's in the Ozarks, Tanner, and the Ozarks mm-hmm. is in the Midwest, and rain happens often. And um, sometimes it's a really light storm. It kind of comes through and goes, and, like, it doesn't really shut anything down. Other times, it's what my wife's grandpa would call a toad strangler, a toad strangler, where there's just so much rain and lightning that it is just impossible to see. Um, and just and like nothing would, is able to happen. It would, it would strangle a toad. I mean, that's it strangle it, a it's crazy. So, Tanner, what would you do if you guys were going through the park, either you, you and your spouse, or you and your family, and it just starts raining? Okay, so I have a couple different things. I have, I have two ways of going about this. So bear with me here for just a moment, Reese. Just go with me. I'm bearing as I, you. As, as I give you two great pivots um, as options to address a brain. Option A is get inside. So option A, get out of the rain. Go do some attractions that keep you out of the rain. So good indoor attractions. One is the flooded mine. Um, That one is a lot of fun. Um, Fire in the hole is good, although short doesn't keep you out of the rain for that long um, is a good indoor attraction. Um, There's lots of good kind of options as far as doing that. My favorite indoor things to do are to go find a show or a craftsman um, that is indoor. Like Mm, I can, I can stand at the glass blowing station inside that hut um, for a solid period of time, really one of their entire demonstrations, which I think sometimes lasts hours. Um, I could do that. Um, but there are lots of indoor shows. Um, and I think those are always great options. Okay. So that's scenario A for in the rain. Scenario but B. If everyone in the whole park tries to go inside, sometimes going inside is not much of an option. Sure. Well, and that brings me to scenario B, which is actually my preferred option, but it's not my wife's. So I don't get to do it very often. But that is embrace the rain. So you're already going to be wet. Let's go do some water rides. So we go hit Tom and Huck's, and you get into a giant water gun fight in the rain. Um, you can go splash around, do uh, uh, um, just just drench yourself on Mr. Gribble Falls. You're already wet. Why not get a little more wet? It's fine. Um, I'm trying to think. The some other rides that are really fun in the rain, I would not maybe recommend doing Outlaw Run or Wildfire in the rain. Like, at that point, the rain hurts. It does. It, it's painful. So the same with really doing is. it in snow. Man, I've done Wildfire in the snow 
in front on the front seat. And man, it just feels like you're getting like your face uh, yeah. sandblasted. Um, you're getting it like wild. Yeah. Um, I will say, d- depending on the severity of the rain, if there's lightning in the area, yes, most will rides will shut down, so you will not have the option to do rides. So I, I think I I will give the probably the last likely pivot of what this can look like. And this is what I've experienced please, a couple of times. Please, yes. Please, please go back. Address your pivot as you should. Um, I, I, I need the, I need the phrase. Pivot! Thank oh, you. Is that better? Okay. Yeah, a little bit. The last pivot that we, we will, we'll, we'll talk about in rain is <laughs> find an overhang or a facade of a building or some, somewhere in the leeward side of a structure and just wait it out. Um, man, I remember going with a group from my church and we had like, I don't know, 12 kids under the age of 14 and like between five and 14. And it was like me and like four or five other adults with all these kids and goodness gracious, it just poured. And so we just got undercover and hung out for like an hour and a half. And we just kind of played games with each other. We, we, we laughed. We, we roughed house. Um, I think one parent went out and braved the, the elements and got ice cream for everyone and brought that back. And I just have like very vivid memories of like eating ice cream cones on, in the rain, um, watching everything drip around us. So sometimes it is embracing the rain, sometimes it's going inside. Sometimes it's just finding shelter and kind of waiting for it to, to peter out. So there you go. That's yep. right. Let's hit a few more, Tanner. Um, okay. what, what, what's your next one? What, what would you think could be a, a, a something that could go wrong at Silver Dollar City? Okay, so Reese, I want to talk about something that is near and dear to many of our hearts, which is the clothing disaster. So you have, you are just, you are digging into that cinnamon bread, and you just dropped frosting and, like, not syrup, but that, like, gunky, like, um, sugary stuff at the bottom that's super delicious but very mm-hmm. sticky um oh, like yes. all down your front like you just like your shirt is destroyed it is so nasty like what are you gonna do about it i mean you you can lick it up you can get a few napkins and go clean it up you can go ride mystic river falls and just get your your shirt washed yeah, you um, might as well just wash it one really good pivot can occur before you come to the park. And this is something my wife and I started doing uh, when we had our first child. Um, our, our lovely daughter is wonderful and uh, messy. And when, especially when she was younger, uh, she would just, you know, there'd be diaper explosions that just happen sometimes. And so we always carried around and we still do when we do anything like uh, long term or like, you know, we're going to be gone for a day. My wife and I each have a change of clothes in in our car and this is something that if you're if you're going to go to an amusement park doesn't really matter what it is but if you're going to go to an amusement park like silver dollar city i really encourage you to bring an extra shirt and shorts and maybe sometimes like like you say having an extra shirt and pair of shorts like like we say silver dollar city during the summer can get hot and like even mm. if it's just for the fact that you've kind of sweated through your shirt and your shorts and have a change of clothes, like it, it, it feels so good to have a change of clothes in those situations. Another good way, if you don't have a change of clothes, you can go buy a new shirt, support your your theme park and your favorite ride and go get a, a, 
an outlaw run shirt or a wildfire shirt or just a good old seven dollar city shirt. Um, another scenario, like I just mentioned, is that there's a young one and there's a, a disaster. Um, man, uh, so when we were when we were at Disney World a few weeks ago, love my my wife and my poor child. Um, she went through four outfits in one day, and uh, we had to do extra laundry. <laughs> Because um, went through four days worth of clothing in in one day, um, but man, my wife came prepared, and just like every time it happened, she's like, "All righty, got another pair of clothes." I'm just like, "It's like Mary Poppins bag over here, just keep pulling out clothes." And then after that, we we kept a lot of um, spare clothes and bought a different size of diapers, and that worked really well. Um, worked for us. Um, so it, coming prepared is the best pivot. If you are not prepared, then you can just embrace the stain, embrace the sticky, or if you just are just not having it uh, all the option of going home is always there again maybe not the most fun but it may be more enjoyable for you to go home and change versus being in a, a soiled article of clothing so all right food for thought all right tanner this next one is specific but could also be broad what happens if a ride shuts down that you've been wanting to do. Like this is a this is a definitely like you know you're not this, you're not inconvenienced you're not in danger nothing like that or you, you could be inconvenienced but like you're there you were in line you get in line you've been waiting in line for an hour and then boom right shuts down what happens? Sure. Okay. So again, you kind of have two options, and this one is all luck. It is 100% luck. Um, now you can mitigate that luck. Um, by giving yourself options, um, and I'll kind of explain what I mean. So the first risk that you take if a, a ride shuts down, you are almost always allowed to stay in line. If you want to stay in line most of the time, they will let you stay in line. The problem is sometimes it can be 10 minutes. Sometimes it can be four hours before they reopen the ride. I'd say more often than not if a ride closes it, I would say it's very rare that it's less than a half an hour or an hour before that ride reopens because they have to test it. They have to have engineers come up and do things with it. So at minimum, you're probably looking at a half an hour to an hour. Um, I would say it's pretty rare that it's maybe four hours, but I would say half an hour to an hour to two hours is probably realistic. And so for that reason, I have figured out through my, although somewhat short lifetime, um, frequently going to theme parks, whether that's Silver Dollar City or Six Flags or Disney World or any of those things, um, we almost always like to get out of line and find so, – so the key is find a ride that you want to do that is not necessarily right next to the ride you just got off of because everyone else is going to the ride that you just got off of that is right next to, uh, to you because that is what is closest. And so that line is probably going to get really – very quickly. Um, one example of this at Disney World is we were in line for a ride called Test Track where you like race cars um, that you build. Um, and we were in line for two and a half hours and we were told that the ride had shut down and we could wait or we could go. Um, thank goodness we went because it ended up being closed down for literally like six hours. Um, but we 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 had pivoted to another less popular ride a little bit further away while and while we were in line for that ride we had just like we were curious we looked at the map at like what the white ride wait times were and the ride right next door which is also not that popular 
was insane. It was like this ride has probably not had a longer wait time almost ever. So just just keep that in mind that a lot of people, if you are in line with a lot of other people and everybody exits, most people are going to be going to something right next to you. So maybe pick something a little further away, um, but go pick something else that looks like it either has a low line or that you are just planning on doing anyways. Um, the time that you just waited in line for the ride that just shut down. So in business terms, um, just there, there, there's a term called sunk costs. And so basically it just means that the cost that you just paid, you're not getting it back. That time is not coming back. So make, take advantage of what you're doing next and kind of just put the last thing out of your mind. Um, so take, take, the line time that you just waited for. So this happens a lot with Time Traveler. I feel like Time Traveler, as far as Silver Lord City, is probably the ride that shuts down the most because there's a lot of technology to it. Um, if you're in line for Time Traveler for an hour, it gets shut down. Just take that as, hey, I've waited in line. I can't do anything about it. Don't be too upset about it. Let's move on, and let's find a ride that either A, we really want to do, or B, has a short line. Does that make sense? And flexibility. Flexibility really is the name of the game in this. I mean, if if yeah. you are are okay with being flexible and understanding that you know the 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 choices that you make can can either make you have a fun day or maybe not so fun day, then you're 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 setting yourself up for success and you're you're setting yourself up for an enjoyable time. Um, yeah. If the uh, if if the the ride you really 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 want to do is just forever closed and you can't do it, then that just means you got to come back next time. That's yeah. what that means. So well, and and one thing, a big I think a big part of this one, especially all these things, because obviously these things happening is not in your ideal day. This is why we're pivoting and trying to do something that is the next best thing. Uh, but just go into the park with the idea that. You are going to have to be flexible. You are most likely going to have to pivot from your perfect plan. And just try to not let it upset you. Go with the flow. Know that you're still at Silver Dollar City and you're having fun. And so just don't let it get to you as as much as possible. That's true. All right, Tanner. Continuing on with this idea of rides, um, what what other rough things could happen if if you're thinking about rides and plans not being what you want them to be at Silver Dollar City? Sure. Um, I mean, well, Reese, do you have a do you have like a specific scenario or example or anything or just kind of integral? Um, okay, what about this? What about the the ride that you really want to ride has just like the longest wait time you've ever seen, but you just decide to go for it anyway? Got it. Like so, what if time traveler has like a three hour wait time? Sure. So and this is uh, speaking from experience because Time Traveler and um, not really Outlaw Run or Wildfire as much, but especially Time Traveler, especially um, Mr. Mystic River Falls, River. Powder Keg. Powder Keg always has a long line. And it's like, man, I want to do this ride. I love this ride. But do I really want to wait an hour and a half to two hours for Powder Keg? Um, which the answer is sometimes it just – for me, I go there so much that it depends – it, for you, if this is your one and only time, Power Keg is worth it. Like, go ride it. It's so great. Um, it is often a long line. Um, honestly, again, I think this comes down to your personal preference. 
if you are really wanting to do this ride, you, again, there are options. I think the best pivot, if you are going to decide not to ride this ride, so say you you want to do, I'm going to use powder keg as an example because I think it's a, it's, it's a longer line a lot of times than Time Traveler. Um, either that or I'm just more prepared for the long line at Time Traveler and upset about the long line at powder keg. Uh, maybe that's more it. But um, so I walk up to powder keg. There's a two-hour line. It's two o'clock in the afternoon. What I'm going to do, I'm going to pivot, pivot, and go over to, again, another ride, something else that has a shorter line, something else that's maybe – so it's the heat of the day. Maybe I'm going to go do something inside, go get a snack, do a water ride, do something that more kind of fits that time frame. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to come back to Powder Keg late at night. Um, and the reason is the park clears out closer to the time of close. Now, that may not be an option for everybody, but just know that if – if you're right there in the afternoon and the longest wait times of the day are there, the line times are probably going to go down by the evening, um, especially by – so if the park's open until 8 o'clock, if you plan – that's the ride you want to do for the day. If you plan to go there at 730, um, that line is going to be significantly shorter, most likely. So, And – We've talked about this uh, several times. <coughs> Sorry, several times before, um, especially when looking at our ideal day. If there's a really insignificant ride that you want to do, then do it first or do it last. Um, don't mm-hmm. try to put, don't try to put that really, really long way in the middle of your day. So, there you go. Um, okay, what's let's let's just find maybe two more things that, that we could talk about okay. as far as like things to go wrong yes Reese, Tim, what do you got i i have a great one which is it great going, or is it sad so we just talked you you asked me about this um or well you asked me to give you an example at the beginning of the show and i gave you the example of what we did cinnamon bread has run out so your um, favorite man, talk about worst case scenario in the entire part favorite snack has uh, i mean Either they've run out or it's a three-hour line, and we know how those like those ovens work. Like They produce like 12 loaves at a time, and it's another 15 minutes before the next one's getting done. So you are having to pivot from cinnamon bread. What are you doing? Ugh. Ice cream and, is probably my first my first bet, and that's a, probably it. Um, okay. I, you mentioned the, the bread pudding. That may be an option. I haven't had it, so I I don't know if I could say one way or another. But the ice cream would probably be my next pivot on like favorite snack or like um man one of the um those giant cookies. Mm-hmm. Um, that like the, the, the like six, seven man. So the giant cookies are kind of all around. So you can get them at like little little carts, kind of all around. And I think at the bakery right at the front door. Um, I think I think those are also options for the giant cookies. Okay. All right. So Reese is going ice cream or giant cookies. Now the question is, are you trying to come back for cinnamon bread? And what what is the best time of day if you are wanting to ensure that you get a loaf of cinnamon bread? What's the best time of day to hit it? Morning, 
it's it's definitely going to be morning and and probably early when I get there. Though there are magical times, magical times, Taylor, where the park is not as busy or there's not as much desire for it, and you can just walk up, get some cinnamon bread, and walk out, and it's less than five minutes. It is. Those magical are few. Time. Those are rare. But it's in oh. those moments where I still have faith, and I'm still trying to chase that. <laughs> Reese. So I have another example of a very similar thing. So again, you asked me at the beginning uh-huh. of the show, what what is a recent experience of having to pivot? And I will tell you, one of my most recent experiences and my most recent frustrations that I have learned with Silver Dollar City. So my family, so my wife, myself, and my child, I, I mean, my child just does what we tell him to, um, and he just gets <laughs> put in the car. So he doesn't really have an opinion on this. But my wife and I, we love to do Silver Dollar City in the mornings, um, mainly because, like, we have to put the kid down by a decent time. Um, and so we don't get to stay super late at Silver Dollar City. And a lot of times in the afternoon, it's hot and it's busy. So we have Silver Dollar City passes. We will go. We will get there before the park opens, and we will stay until noon or 1. And we do that pretty often. Um what I have learned as of late, and I don't know if this is new this year or if it's just always been this way and I haven't noticed it, but the icy lemonade stands do not open until at least 11 o'clock, sometimes 12 o'clock. And it is a problem because I want one of those frozen lemonades so badly. Mm. It is one of my favorite things. It's one of my favorite things at the entire park, and they have not been opening it until 11 or noon. And so just if you go to the park and you want a frozen lemonade, just know they're going to open it eventually, but it's probably not till 11 or noon. A great pivot from the frozen lemonades are the icy stands. So there are – it's not mm. just like – like okay. they do have like the okay. old school cherry icies, but they also have other flavored icies. And if you have one of the souvenir cups, they do work for the icy stands. So just a, just a, a pivot there to add to the kind of food favorite snack of the park discussion. Mm-hmm. All right. Okay. Well, we've got time for maybe one more. Um, what, what do you do or what would you imagine would happen if you're at the park and you can't find either a child or a family member? Um, so this is, imagine if you got like a middle schooler with you. I mean, that was me. I was the middle schooler who would run off and then get separated from their group. Um, that could definitely alter a day's plan. Um, how? What? What is the best way for someone to to respond if they can't find a family member? Sure. So first off, um, guest services um, is going to be your number one best friend. If you like, if you have lost a child, or if you're lost a family member, or you just get separated from your party, and like for some reason your cell phones don't have good service or whatever, whatever the case may be going to get services is definitely going to be your main option. Um, because they can, um, I believe they can like kind of put out a call or uh, like through like the part, not like over the intercoms or anything, but like they can basically help you try to track down either the missing child or the missing family or whoever it is. They can help you try to attempt to track down the missing people. Um, and so that is definitely step number one. And a kind of a pivot in advance of the missing child or the family or say, like, you're a parent 
you've got a teenager um, who wants him and his friend want to go off on their own and do their own thing. Have a plan in place before you split up of a place to meet at a certain time and be at that place at that certain time. Um, and so basically just have a plan and have a meeting point um, in preparation. And then even if you're separated for a little while um, and you're having trouble getting a hold of each other, you have that meeting point to get back to each other um, and kind of move on to your day. So that's that's kind of how I would go about that. Do you have any other ideas there, Reese? No, I think that that's a great thing to to make a note and make a point of again that kind of goes into the the planning beforehand really does help in a lot of ways. But if you are are able to to be proactive, then then do it and identify that location and and say, yes, we are going to meet at Maggie's Mill or we are going to meet at the taffy shop and and just say that that's going to be it. So at four o'clock, we're meeting here. And that's going to be probably the best bet and your best way to to make sure that that doesn't happen. Now, I'm obviously, um, you know, having cell phones or um, using some other form of, of communication, you know, if you see, you know, smoke signals, um, carrier pigeons, um, signals. you know, those things. things. <laughs> no, there's no smoking allowed in the park. So, I guess that's, um, so. definitely, like there's a first and foremost, if you have a go to guest services. <laughs> definitely not allowed in the park. Um, go to guest services or go find a cast member or a um, cast member, an employee, a worker of the, the, the park, and uh, they should be able to help you out. Yeah. Tanner, I know there's there's probably a lot more things that, that could happen and we could pivot on. I think we've had some really good ones, though, and I think there's there's yeah. been some um, good discussion here. Is there anything else you'd like to add in uh, before we sign off for tonight? No, no, I don't think so. I, I mean, the main thing on making the most of your day, because that's what kind of the last two episodes have been about. Have a plan. Definitely plan out what you want your perfect or your ideal day to be so that way you have a plan. But just be ready to be flexible and don't let things get to you. Be ready to move on and uh, pick another option if another option um, arises because of an unfortunate situation. And just go with the flow. Have a good day. You're at Silver Dollar City, um, and uh, just make the most of it in every way possible. And I, I think I think no matter what you end up pivoting to, you are going to have a good time. So that's the advice I would give, Reese. There you go. Well, everyone, thank you for joining us on today's episode of Silver Dollar Radio. As always, we hope you give us a like, subscribe, share, tell your friends about us, ask us questions. Whatever the case may be, let us know. Um, if you're listening to this uh, pretty soon after it comes out, stay cool out there. It's rather hot. If you go to the parks, make sure you're drinking lots of water, make sure you're staying hydrated, and staying out of the sun as much as we can. Thankfully, a lot of the, the park is covered in trees. So, there you go. All right, Tanner, hope you have a good night. Uh, enjoy uh, your, your day tomorrow. Thanks for listening, everyone.